Welcome to the Dream Achievers Podcast, hosted by Andy Young. Join us each week as we feature local business owners, nonprofit leaders, and community members that are making a difference in Central and Southwestern Virginia. We love our community and want to feature people that share that same passion. Welcome to the show. You know, I, I have a business background. Yeah. So the business stuff that I'm okay with, I'm just terrified of being able to grow stuff. Last year, our goal was to just grow stuff and we weren't sure we were going to grow anything and then... Not dead yet. Hey, welcome to another episode of Dream Achievers. I've got a beautiful day that I'm here to share with a couple special friends. I've got Jenna Max with Little Otter's Flowers, and we've got a helper down here with us as well. So, uh, guys, thanks so much for coming on the show. Welcome with that. You you were saying, Max, you were doing some, some hard work this morning. Yes, and the last many days. The last many days, I think you were doing tarps that you were moving. I moved the tarp. The, I, trenches. Trenches. So for all of you right now, uh, I'm going to share with you a little bit of the process and what does that look like and why is it hard work? Because uh, flowers, we all enjoy them and seeing them, but it's one of those things that there's a lot more that goes into it, right? So... Guys, I, I know that uh, you're not originally from Bedford, mm-hmm. right? So, Max, where did you all move from? New York City, Montclair, New Jersey, a suburb of New York City. Okay, so you guys were in New Jersey, and were you doing flowers in New Jersey as well? Brookside Garden Center on the last year in a community-based program. So you were learning the different things to do with flowers. Yes, with uh, Mr. Leroy and Mr. Royal. That's amazing. Mr. Leroy was a black man who helped me in the Brookside Garden Center with jobs. Wow. So that's that's great when you've got people that can be mentors and help you out with learning something. And Jen, I think, if I'm wrong, uh, flowers aren't your original background as well. Not at all. No. So when you were when you were up north, when you were in New Jersey, what were you doing as a career up there? Yeah, I spent the past fifteen years as a college professor teaching economics and business. And before I had kids, I worked at New York Presbyterian Hospital. I ran the division of cardiology. And before that, I worked on political campaigns. I've had a crazy odd career. It sounds like my stuff. business partner, who has done everything from do group benefits work to being on the, the White House detail with yeah. the president and, yeah. and sharing. It's been fun. Um, you know, part of what's fun here is I, I like to learn new things. I tell my students now all the time, you know, the Internet's a beautiful thing. It's amazing what you can learn if, you know, you can sort of pose a question and go out there and figure it out. So we've been figuring it out. Well, I had a, a gentleman that interviewed a little over a year ago who opened up a barbecue taco stand in Orlando. But what was amazing, he never actually made barbecue. Huh? He hopped on YouTube, and he learned how to make barbecue. Yep. Uh, so it's amazing when you see that, you learn different things with that every single time that you go through and you find new stuff. So you all opened this business. How long ago did you start doing the flowers here Last in March. Last March. So almost a year now. Almost. So as people are hearing this, it's been a year, because this will be in March when this airs uh, with that. So where can people find your flowers, Max? 
online at littleauderflowers.com at the farms market on Mondays and at Monday morning flowers at Joe Beans and I do random acts of kindness I guess from the farms market every Wednesday in Bedford County only. And I, for those of you that uh, go online, if you're not in an area where you can get the flowers, I saw you have an amazing program with those little acts of kindness mm-hmm. that you sh- bless people with flowers here in the area that other people have purchased to help out. Yes. They cost $10 each. That's well, they cost $10 at the farmer's market Okay, because we want to encourage people to come down to the Bedford Farmer's Market on Fridays. But the Random Acts of Kindness did start as a way for all of my students and all of our friends in New Jersey who want to support the farm, um, to support the farm because we won't ship our flowers. It's yeah, not good it's for the flowers. Expensive. It's not good for the environment. So we do have friends, you know, all over who buy Random Acts of Kindness to support the farm and then we'll deliver flowers to the hospital and to the schools and to the Welcome Center and to various places around town. And that's been a lot of fun for us. It, allowed us to learn our way around town last yeah. summer as we were getting lost trying to find places. <laughs> um, yes, but I liked taking different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I like going down Centerville to get to Big Island Highway sometimes. There's lots of different back roads back and roads. fun when you're here. It's well, a little bit different. What was that road we were on? Wheats, Wheats Valley. Wheats Valley. Leading to Jobling Road. Um, I was completely lost. Our GPS had cut out, but of course Max knew exactly where we were. Cause I knew it was leading to Jobling Road. He, he liked And then to Big Island Highway. And now that we have interns, the Random Acts of Kindness is just another opportunity for young adults with autism to go out and meet people and socialize and have interactions in the community. So we look forward to doing more Random Acts of Kindness with our interns this summer. There's lots of people that enjoy supporting local businesses like yourself uh, here in Bedford and Lynchburg, just Central Virginia in general. I mean, one of the things that has been so overwhelming is the support of the local community. Um, Just so, everything from people just coming up and talking to us at the farmer's market, hearing our story. I wanted to get this hat because Jamie Bannister from Bannister Goods at the Market just made this hat for for me with our little logo. I got the same. Will I wear, do I need to wear the same hat? People come and bring us cardboard. They've brought us milk jugs, um, glassware. I mean, just... Just the kindness and support of the local community has been really overwhelming and great. So what was, what was the driving factor that found Bedford as the home for you all to come to? I researched, we, my mom researched it in the 20, mid-2017, and I went there on a, first time on a cold last week of December 2017. It was frigid at the time. And did you bring? Did you ride the train down? I drove there. I rode the train once last year. Okay. We basically found Bedford on the Bedford website. I joke all the time, like whoever does the Bedford website should get a bonus. And so I'm sure that probably Heather Alto is watching this, and Heather, you probably know who does that. You can tell them thank you, and you've got amazing residents because <laughs> of their hard work. Uh, I, I was sitting there at the dining room table in New Jersey. We had taken our first scouting trip to Tennessee, and just didn't find the right community, didn't find the right land. And it was late one night, my husband's cleaning the kitchen. I'm like, hey, Dave, look at this cute little town. <laughs> and so we, we did. We were down here that very, very, very cold week between Christmas and New Year's 2017. And um, just fell in love with the town. And it's, like, it's a beautiful property. The You've town. got the, the mountains right behind you. It looks like a little bit of a view of Peaks of Otter yep. uh, with that. That's, that's I hiked them well. once on 
Sunday, April 1st, the following year. Wow, you went all the way. To the top on both mountains on the same both day mountains. on Sunday, April 1st. Okay. We do year. a lot of hiking, which was another reason that we... It keeps you active and busy, for sure. Loved being in this area. I mean, to just be so close to the Appalachian Trail and the Blue Ridge and... You know, but now, I mean, we, we have about two miles of hiking trails that we cut just through the property, so. And I'm sure you get lots of walking in going up and down the rows to get everything ready, correct, Max? Yes, like, I drive places like over streets and browns and a well to get cardboard. It keeps, uh, there's a lot of work for you to do at well, all times. And Max works out in the fields, and then we go to the YMCA every afternoon. Most so, afternoons. Most afternoons. Um, so for you all, it, being a newer business here in Bedford, what have been some of the initial challenges that you've had uh, with with just starting a new business? It was just too low stamina at first, but it has improved since then. Well, with working out <laughs> at the YMCA and then working out in the fields, I'm sure it's keeping you more than busy and building yes, your strength and stamina. I do combination now on weekdays. Yeah, yeah. we've definitely... We're in better shape now than we were a year ago, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in terms of the business, it's really just, you know, I, I have a business background. Yeah. So the business stuff it, I'm okay with. I'm just terrified of being able to grow stuff. You're just trying to figure out the green thumb, to grow stuff. right? So last year our goal was to just grow stuff, and we weren't sure we were going to grow anything. And then we grew we these grew zinnias, zinnias and cosmos and sunflowers. We just grew easy stuff, but it... it it just grew. It did very it well. Fabulous. And so Erica McFadden, who runs the Bedford Farmer's Market, just was such a huge booster. And she encouraged us to come to the market. Why did she come and become your best friend? Um, she become because best friend? she's been great. And we really get along. And so we grew stuff. Um, and now I'm like, come grow stuff again. <laughs> <laughs> so our goal this year is to grow more different kinds of stuff. And we're experimenting with what works here. But like the, the hardest part, like any new business, you know, sort of putting back my business professor hat is, is the fear of the unknown, right? Like so many things and you just got to get up in the morning and put one foot in front of the other and be okay with things failing. And You're exactly right. I was speaking I with was, a young lady. I'm just yeah. sad about failure sometimes. Yeah. I, I, right before I came here, I was talking to a, a young lady who's a business owner and for her, she said a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. She said... One of the hardest things, she had a family friend that said, you know, maybe it's it's just too hard. Maybe you don't need to do this. You need to do something else. And she said, I don't want to do anything else. The, the fear of the unknown is what drives me because I'm boxed into the corner and I have no choice but to you succeed. you got to do it. Yeah. So right now, Max, if you don't get out and, and work the fields and get the trenches ready and everything else, no one else is going to come behind you to do it. Yeah, so, so that's I did hard. a little independently the other day and a little today. So for your all's kind of basis of the business mm -hmm. is your 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 slogan. If you want to share either one of you for Little Otter Flowers, not dead yet. That's our unofficial <laughs> slogan. That's not the one on our webpage. That is our unofficial. Slogan. Hey, I love it. It's growing flowers, people, and community. So, so for, for you, with people, you mentioned mm -hmm. that you've brought on some other folks to assist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you share a little as far as what that looks like for you all now? Sure. It's like, so the mission, we, we started this business with and for Max 
because the unemployment rate among adults with autism is about 80-85%, even those with college degrees. It's, it's tough. And for young adults who are finished with the school system, there are very, very few good options. And Bye. so I wanted to be one of those options. Max mentioned that he worked at Brookside Garden Center. He yeah. did that after graduation as part of a community-based learning program. And it was great, except the folks who and the folks who ran Brookside were great, but they didn't. It wasn't a developmental program. They were happy to have them, sweep the floors, and load cars. I, I liked when people came here too. Yeah, like Nick and Sean and, and the electricians. It was a good experience, but it wasn't developmental. It wasn't intended to lead to somewhere, and so. Having a background in working with people with autism and a business background, I want to hopefully play matchmaker and bring in some of these interns, work with them on business skills, get to know them, to know their strengths, what they can be good at, and then meet other business owners in the community and see if see if we can't find some good jobs for these folks. Because, you know, business people are always complaining and not being able to find good people. Right. And there are all these good people out there who need and want jobs if we can find the right fit. And so... Flowers, I love flowers, but flowers are really a tool in our case to and try to work with You're doing a lot. That, that's part of that community. You're bringing yeah. the community along with that relationship that you're growing and showing. There's more that can be done here. There's more that we can give mm -hmm. to other people in our community that might otherwise be left behind Yeah. and not given those opportunities. That's our hope. Max, what relationships have been most important with you as you started this? I, my family, because I write reflections every day, with one pro and one con of each day, high or low, in other cases, in some cases. That's beautiful. And who do you send your reflections to? My family, my grandmother, and Dr. Snakey. And he's Dr. Snakey. He's my former psychologist. That's awesome. And I think that for all of us, whether you're listening right now on your favorite podcast platform or you're watching on YouTube, that we could all benefit from doing an exercise like that, of every day reflecting and looking at what was the good that happened and what could we have improved on. Yes, but I did improve my independent work lately. That's amazing. That is one of, you know, that's one of my only non-negotiables with interns who come work here, is we, we do daily reflections. What's one thing you did well? What's one thing you want to work on next time to get folks in the habit, both so that they do it again. Um, and I, when I used to teach management, and I would tell my students all the time, it's like, why do you start with something good? Well, one, because everybody's got an ego, and it's good to hear that you did something good. But two, a lot of times you do something well, and you don't even know that you did it. So if, if you don't focus on the fact that you did something well, you're not likely to do it again. And then to be okay with not doing everything right all the time. And this sort of constant improvement. And I was just having a conversation this morning with our intern, Maya. It's like it's a good habit to get into because you're going to go work and, and bosses are notoriously bad about giving feedback. So you can't just wait. It's much better for you to go to your boss. Hey, here's how I feel like I did today. What do you think? And you're more likely to be successful. And that's really what I want is I just want these kids to go out there and be successful. And it's hard for everyone if you get the survey that says rate yourself, how is your performance? But if you haven't been doing that reflection along the way, you may not know. You may not be able to rate yourself or what you're doing. And to me, a big word of mine, if you ask my younger son, is habit. 
you, you develop good habits and then it's just second nature and you don't think about it. Like, you know, I did a six, so what did I do well? You know, what do I want to work on next time? And you just, you chip away at it every day and it makes folks comfortable. And I think part of it is recovering a bit from what happens in our, in our school system with the, con you know, the grades and why didn't you get a hundred and, you know, sort of breaking that. At this point in time, what would be the best way for people to keep up with everything that you're doing here on, on the Instagram, farm? on Facebook at Little Otter Flowers, or on our website at www.littleotterflowerfarm.com. Fantastic. And they can visit you both at the Farmer's Market. Bedford Farmer's Market on Fridays. Monday morning, on Monday mornings. Once we have flowers. Once flowers are blooming and ready, which... If we keep having warm days like this, it's closer Sooner. and closer. Yeah. We have on our website our spring surprise subscription, and the surprise is we don't know exactly when it's starting. <laughs> so it's a minimum of, I think, six weeks, a maximum of ten weeks, and it really all depends on Mother Nature, and that's part of the deal in, in farming. But we do have some bulbs planted. We have our hardy annuals under frost cloth, and with any luck, they might be ready by the end of March. Yeah, you guys, there's there's perennials, there's annuals, there's lots of different things that you guys are doing to share your blessing of everything that you do and your hard work with the community. So I want to thank both of you for being on and sharing your story, and I look forward to hearing more in the future. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. All right. Until next time, this is Andy Young, the Mountain Money Man, signing off.